mom came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. But I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his people were like, they listened to our episode and they said, hold our cheese head or coat. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Just amazing. And I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. Yeah, that's not just the Chiefs. That's that's Andy Reid. He he knows the he knows the defenses so well because he's such a great offensive mind. That well, um, you said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan, and what I just did last weekend, I am not gonna bet against Aaron Rodgers. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. This goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatseidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Yeah, and I really think the Clippers' chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Hello, I'm Taylor Herner. You listen to The Outsider's Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our MLB Opinions of the Week. Today, we're going to go through each team and give one all-star, one player we deserve that should make an all-star team. So we're going through all the teams um, because each team has to have one representative I thought it was interesting. Austin, I'll let you talk about why you seem to don't. What I can tell you don't like it. Yeah, because I feel like it takes away from players that definitely deserve it on teams that are maybe better and have more all-stars. It makes it to where a player that maybe doesn't deserve it because the team is just absolutely terrible. Uh, or that player is just not as good as another player that deserves to make it. I don't think like it should be like that. It doesn't happen. In basketball, it doesn't happen in football. I do think that's the way to go. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Um, the only thing I have with the All-Star, we talked about it last year, was like the uniforms and like just how I like it when they have their each uniform and just the uniforms did not look good. Um, but I like the events. But that's my only real thing with the All-Star. But we can get to the selection. So we're going best teams to the worst teams. So we're starting off with your Yankees. I'll let you go first. You see, the easy pick was Aaron Judge. But I'm going to go Nestor Cortez, show him some love. He definitely deserves an all-star spot. He's been a the best, if not close to the best, pitcher in the AL this season. With a great ERA, great pitching. I love everything that he's brought to the team. And so Nestor is my pick. Yeah, so I'm going Aaron Judge just because I feel he's playing incredibly well right now. Um, I think he should. Um, I know it's a little bit early, but if he keeps the pace, I think he should be in the MVP conversation for this year. So that's why he's just my pick. And then we'll go to the Mets. I have Chris Bassett. He's just been incredible. Um, I know he struggled against the Dodgers and who's the other team? 
and maybe Giants, but outside of that, he's just been playing really well. So I have him uh, as my all-star pick for, from the Mets. That's a that's an interesting pick. I did not think you were gonna go Chris Bassett. That's that's a good pick. I'm going Jeff McNeil. I really do like Jeff McNeil's game. He's been a great player. While he does not have much power, it doesn't really matter because he's a great hitter. He has a 321 batting average. He's a decent fielder, um, and I definitely think he should make the All Star game. Yeah, I agree. I almost had McNeil, but I went with Bassett. Now we'll go to the Dodgers. Who do you have? I have Tony Gonzalez. He is the best DRA in the MLB. He's been the best starting pitcher, in my opinion, to this point. He's 8-0. I don't know what else I can say. He definitely deserves a spot. I have Trey Turner, um, just because he's um, leads the league, or leads the NL um, in stolen bases. Um, and then he's just playing well, doing well hitting. So that's my pick um, for the Dodgers. What's your pick for the Padres? For the Padres, I have Manny Machado. Um, I almost went Musgrove, but I feel Machado has been playing well and leading, um, carrying the load that they're missing with Tatis being out offensively. I went with Mackenzie Gore. He's a rookie pitcher who is pitching out of his mind right now. He's a bright spot on the team. I He's been one of the best rookie pitchers I've seen in a very long time. I, I've been extremely impressed. His ERA of 2.5, he is a whip just above one. His ERA plus is 154. I think McKenzie Gore, a rookie, deserved it the most for them. Yeah, um, I've definitely heard stuff about McKenzie Gore. Now, uh, who do you have for the Astros? I have Ryan Presley. He's the closer for them. He's having another outstanding season. He has 12 saves, a 2.7 ERA. He uh, got the save last night in the game we went to versus the Rangers. Uh, he's really performed well, and he's already made all-star appearances before, but with that ERA, with the saves, he's one of the best closers in the league, and I definitely think he deserves it. Yeah, so I have Jordan Alvarez. Um, he got a nice extension earlier in the year. I think he's just incredibly a good hitter and one of the best hitters right now, even though he's mostly been a DH, but that's my pick um, for the Astros. And now Who do you have for Toronto? Toronto, I have Springer. I missed last season, but he's back, um, and he's playing well um, in center field and doing well offensively. I went with Alex Manoa. He's 8-1 and one with a 167 ERA. He's been the best starter on the team. Him and Gosman have both been insane, but Manoa's a little bit better. His ERA plus of 236 means he's 136% better than the average pitcher this season by stats. I'm picking a lot of pitchers in this, but he definitely deserves a nod for me. That's good. I didn't do a lot of pitchers, but um, I totally understand that. Um, so I'm glad you're doing more pitchers. Uh, what are you doing for the Cardinals? So for the Cardinals, I went with uh, Tommy Edmond. He's been amazing this year. He's leading uh, the NL in stolen bases with 15. He's been a great player for them with a 285 batting average. He's getting some homers. He's an OPS. Uh, he's getting some homers. I mean, uh, he has an OPS plus of 130. 
He's good on defense with already a 1.4 D war. I've been really impressed. Who do you choose? Uh, I've selected Paul Goldschmidt. Um, he's hidden well, hidden a lot of homers. Um, Edmund was close, but I just went with Goldschmidt. So now I'll go with um, the Giants. I have Jock Peterson. Um, I think, how surprised are you with that or no? I'm not that surprised. He's been he's been good this uh, season. Uh, I, again, went with the pitcher. I went with Logan Webb. He leads the team in war this season. I've been impressed. His ERA is not as uh, – it's a little over. It's a 3.1 uh, – a 3.43 ERA, but his ERA, I mean, his FIP, which is his field independent pitching, is much better than that. I, w- I was deciding between Logan Webb and Carlos Rodon, and I just decided it purely based on war between them. I was really close between both of those guys. They've both been very good. The difference in war is only 0.3, so I chose Logan Webb. All right, that's a nice pick. Um, Who do you have for the race? Another pitcher, Shane McClanahan. He is been a Cy Young candidate this whole year. He's had he has an ERA lower than Nestor. They both pitch uh today. I'm gonna love to watch that matchup. But yeah, I went with Shane McClanahan. He's been amazing. You and I agree for the first time in this episode. I'm McClanahan as well for the same reasons that you do. Um now I'll go to the Braves. Uh I did Max Freed, another pitcher, two pitchers uh in a row. Um, he's just been incredible. I know he had a slow start to begin the season, but um, I just – I almost had Albies, but Albies was injured. So I was like, I'm not sure if I can have him as my selection. So I went a pitcher here. I'm going to Cunha. Uh, I I really love how he's performed after coming back from injury, and I think he's really shown uh, that he is still a premier outfielder despite his knee injury that he had the season before. Uh, he has a 147 OPS plus, six homers, 16 RBIs. He already has 11 stolen bases. He really doesn't look like he's been out for a while. And he's already fifth on the team in war despite only playing 34 games this season. So I've been impressed, and so I went with Acuna. Yeah, that is impressive. Now I'll go with the Twins. I have Brian Buxton. He was injured last year, but he seems to be doing well. Um, I'm just glad he stayed on the field for a long time. So that's, he's my selection. Yeah, we agree on this one too. I went with Buxton. Buxton is an amazing player. I would say the best defensive center fielder right now. It's really close, but with his speed, uh, paired with his bat makes him an easy selection for me, but I'll, I'll go with, uh, next is the Brewers Brewers for me. I chose uh, Omar Navarez. He's a catcher. He doesn't have many homers, but he's with an OPS plus of 122. Most catchers can't hit, and he's a catcher who can't hit. He has a 284 batting average. I think he's the best hitting catcher right now in the National League. We go to, over to the American League. I'm going to pick oh, Jose Trevino. Already, uh, he's hitting above 300 ever since he left Texas and headed to New York. But I would I, I go with Omar Navarez. So with the Brewers, I went with Corbin Burns, a pitcher, um, just continuing to pitch well this year. So I have him going. Now we'll go to Boston. I have Alexander Bogarts, who's just hitting well. He made a nice defensive play. Um, I saw the highlight of that. But hitting, he's just um, hitting it out of the park. So 
that's my selection for Boston. Mine's Devers. Rafael Devers is not the best fielding third baseman in the world, but he's so good at hitting the ball, and he's really helped them turn around this season. Yeah, that's a nice pick. Now we go with Cleveland. Um, I have Jose Ramirez. He's just there. Doesn't incredible. even need to be a conversation yeah. about this. It's it's Jose. It's it's not really even all that close. Jose is by far their best player. He's the only reason why they're above 500. Obviously, there's been some good seasons from guys like Miles Straw and some of their pitching, but he's the main reason why they are still alive in the playoff hunt. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Now, uh, Philadelphia, I went with Bryce Harper. I don't think I need much, much explanation for there as well. Yeah, I went with Harper as well. They've had a rough start to the year, but Harper's been a bright spot. Yeah, and now um, who do you have for the White Sox? For the White Sox, I have Tim Anderson. He's been a great shortstop for them this season. Uh, really been a bright spot again on a bad team. And this is going to be uh, a common concept from this point on with all these teams that are below 500. We're just looking for bright spots on the team, and I think Tim Anderson is that. Yeah, I agree. I have Anderson as well. So I'll move on to the Rangers. I have Adoles Garcia. I think he's continuing to play well, especially after last season when he just came out of nowhere. I think he's a great fielder in right fielder, uh, a great fielder in right field. Um, he has a rocket and then hitting. He's still doing hitting well. He's been able to adjust um, to the adjustments that people have thrown at him. Um, who do you have? I'm Martin Perez. Perez has been amazing ever since he's returned to Texas. And his .2 home runs per nine, that is absolutely crazy i don't even that number is so low and he's he has a 218 era this year he's really impressed me and so i won martin perez yeah that is tough uh decision um now we'll go to the marlins i select jazz chisel he's just been on fire and so i think he should be uh so he should be representing the marlins I agree. His 138 OPS plus, he leads the league in triples with four. Uh, Jazz is the best choice. I I agree. Now, who do you have for the um, Angels? This one was tough because the Angels started off so good. So did Trout. Otani was pitching out of his mind, despite the fact that he was having uh, a worser offseason than he has hitting-wise. But I went with Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward has an OPS plus of 201. He's hitting 324. He has 10 homers. And while Trout's having a great year, I just did it based on OPS plus. Trout has a 189 OPS plus. Taylor Ward has a 201. Trout would get a lot of selection here. But I'm going to go Taylor Ward because I feel like he's an unsung hero of the team. Well, I didn't choose Trout, but I chose Otani just because he's still – doing the two-way player well, even though he is, as you said, not doing as well as he did last year, but he's just my selection for the Angels. Now I'll go to the D-backs. Um, I have Cattell Marte. Yeah, I, I agree. Cattell Marte is having a, uh, a great season. He uh, has an OPS plus of 121. I was really close with Christian Walker, but again, I chose based on OPS plus, and Christian Walker is a 120 OPS plus, and Cattell Marte is a 121. So that slight difference gave him the edge, and I agree with you. Yeah, now who do you have for the Mariners? 
So the Mariners was another tough team because when you get down to these teams that are struggling and the Mariners, we expected to be really good. Both of us thought they're going to be a very good team because obviously they were very close to making the playoffs last year. And this year they're supposed to make a rebound. They signed the Cy Young winner, all this other stuff, but they've really not played as well as I anticipated. But Ty France hitting 322, 162 OPS plus. He's been a great first baseman for them. I've been really impressed by the way he's performed this season. I, I, yeah, he's a huge bright spot for them, and I definitely think that he deserves it. Yeah, I almost did pick Ty France, but I went with Logan Gilbert. Um, he has seven wins, two losses, and an ERA of 2.22. Um, so his whip is 1.086 and 76 strikeouts and 77 innings pitched. Um, so I think he's just been a really good pitcher for the Mariners, and I have him representing the Mariners. So now I'll go to after the Mariners is the Rockies. I have CJ Crone. We thought he might be traded last year, but he stayed. And I think he'll probably be traded this year. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, man, he's been so, so good. I would be absolutely shocked if he did not uh, get traded I don't really know what they can really hope to get out of them. They don't, they're not, they don't look like they're in a spot to make the playoffs, especially with how hard their division is. They're last in the division with not a terrible, terrible record, despite the fact that they are towards the bottom. But yeah, CJ Chrome, easy choice. One of the best hitters in the league. And I definitely think he deserves it. Now onto the Orioles. I went closer Jorge Lopez in 26 appearances. He is a point. 8-8 ERA. His ERA plus, Kevin, is 454, which means that he's 354% better than the average pitcher this season. That's all I have to say. All right. Then I will go um, talking about the Orioles. I have Cedric Mullins. Still hitting well. Great center fielder. And I think one of the bright spots on the Orioles. So now I'll go after the Orioles, the Tigers. I have Scooball, the lefty um, from the Tigers. He's a great pitcher, and he's just been playing really well, and I believe his play um, should have him be uh, earned or should be recognized with an all-star selection. Yeah, I'm going with Miguel Cabrera. He's been a bright spot on the team. He has a 289 batting average. His OPS plus is above 100. Uh, and with his age, he's performing better than I think most people would give him credit for. Uh, just this turnaround of a season after last year, having an OPS plus below 100 and 100 average. So he's below average hitter this year. He's above average. His average is really good with a 289 comparatively to the league average. So I went with Miguel Cabrera. Now, who do you have for the pirates for the pirates this is another one that was hard there was a couple choices i was stuck between brian reynolds cabrian hayes and then their closer of david bednar i i continue with the theme went with the pitcher david bednar he is a 124 era his era plus is 338 he is a fielding independent pitching of 203 he's been amazing and for a team that has only 24 wins, him having 10 saves, 
he's been very, very good. And so like I kept with what I've been doing and going with pitchers and I went with another one. Well, you and I agree. I selected David Bendar as well. He's 10 saves out of 11. Um, just great closer um, for the Pirates. So that's who I have. Now with the Cubs, I have Wilson Contreras. Um, he's really one of the only like consistent bright spots on the Cubs. You'll have some players play well, but then they'll regress. Um, so he's my selection for the Cubs. It isn't close. He's the best player on the team by far. Not close. He's a leader on the team. And while a lot of people think he should be traded, he's been so loyal to the team for so long. And it's going to be sad to see him leave, even though I do think he is going to have to leave the team to continue his career more successfully when I'm talking about like playoff appearances and all that other stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's been amazing and uh, it's, it's tough to see him go. I know some Cubs fans, they, it's sad to see how they know it's going down this way. They're going to have to get rid of him, but he's been such a bright spot for the team this season. It's, it's great to see. Yeah. Now, who do you have for the Reds? For the Reds, I have another pitcher, Graham Ashcraft. He has a 222 ERA, even though he's only pitched five games. I understand that. But he already leads the team in war, and he's pitched only five games. That tells you all I uh, you need to know about how bad the Reds are, is that a guy who's only played five games leads the team in war. And so with a great ERA, and he leads the team in war, I think he deserves it. Another person I believe that deserves it is Tyrus Stevenson. He has a 305 batting average, an OPS plus of 120. So he's my pick for them. Um, I think he's doing well offensively and um, just doing the best he can for the Reds. Um, but now we can go on to the Nationals. I have Juan Soto. Juan Soto has continued to be great. And um, hopefully he stays with the Nationals for a while. But he's really only one of the bright spots. On this team. Yeah, I, I I understand that he does have a good OPS plus, but he's only hitting 228. So I went with Josh Bell. Uh, he's already been an All Star back in 2019 when he was with the Pirates. He has a better average, and I do think he's playing better than Soto currently. Even though Soto, I would agree, is a better player overall. It was close, but I went with the player who's playing better right now. I totally understand that. Now we're close to the end. Oakland, uh, Frankie Montas, um, just a great pitcher he is still on the A's right now, but he's a great young player and has some nice wins um, for the team that doesn't have many wins. What do you think? Yeah, Frankie Montas is 3-6, and six, even though he does have a good ERA and has an ERA plus above 107. Or, I mean, that is 107, which is above 100. But I went with Paul Blackburn, a guy who's a positive record, 5-2 and two as a starter in 12 games, 231 ERA. He's been amazing for them. ERA plus of 159. A whip barely above one. 1.010. Home runs per nine of 0.4. Those 12 games started for him have really been a bright spot for them. And the fact that they're 5-2 and two in games that he's been uh, had the decision, that's amazing. Now we're on the last team, and that is the Kansas City Royals. Uh, now we're... The bright spot to me has been Andrew Benatendi, who has a batting average of 298, only two home runs, but he can hit the ball. He's just hitting, and he has an OPS of 116. We agree. For the last one, uh, 
I really do like Andrew Van Tindy. He was obviously supposed to be a lot better with Boston when he was second in the rookie of the year voting back in 2017. But now he's coming to show his own. Last year he won a gold glove with Kansas City, and he looks to be their all-star this year. All right, so we agree. Um, that is our list for each team, our all-star selections. We agreed sometimes. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Feel free to tweet us at OutsidersPod21. Um, we appreciate you listening, and make sure to check out other videos from Outsiders Opinions. Thank you for listening.